this thing on? Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. This no-holds-barred conversation happens every Tuesday with new guest experts, raw conversations, and real tips for lasting change for your mind, body, your business, and your marketing. So grab your cocktail and let's dive in. Welcome, Sabrina. I am so excited to chat with you today about podcasting. Hi. I know. Oh my God. It's been a long time since we caught up. So I'm very excited to talk about this with you today. Yeah. So if you don't know Sabrina, she has a podcast called The Pretty Short Podcast where she talks about real life things. She speaks to millennials about figuring out life, like the big sister you never had. Convos about life, sex, business, like no topics off limits. So can you give listeners a little bit more of your background? Where do I even begin? I like to say that I'm the original Emily in Paris because I moved there eight years ago. Well, nine now since I've been a year outside of Paris, but eight years ago to study fashion. And I did everything under the sun in fashion. So I worked for the business side. I worked in showrooms. I worked for fashion shows. I hung out with models. I did all the things that you see on the show and more probably. Did my master's in the end there, started my own business and eventually landed in podcasting. So you can say... I have experience in PR, in fashion, and in podcasting now. Yes. So we did last month in the membership, we talked all about PR. And one of the things that came up was podcasting was such a great way to get PR for your brand. So in your experience with your podcast, what kind of shifts or results or transformations have you seen since you started your podcast? Oh my God. Well, for myself, you know, ever since I started it, which was in almost going to be two years now, it's unbelievable to think about that. But almost two years ago, I have definitely grown as a person. I have a lot more confidence to talk to people. And I just kind of, I guess, leaned into the skills of being a people person and, you know, not being shy about talking about things online. Cause I used to be very scared of, you know, telling people like, oh, I believe in this or like, oh, you know, here's my skin. I don't have makeup on or all these types of things little things that we sometimes take for granted that influencers do and talk about until you're doing it you don't really realize how hard it is to go on and be like yeah my face looks like shit today but you know it is what it is i'm still here so that definitely helped me i have a lot of contacts nowadays that i still keep up with you know there's some really great business people that i'm still friends with there's some really great topics that i've learned about that i never knew i did a podcast episode for example about credit and the importance of, you know, having credit cards as a business and how that can help you leverage money and all of those things. And I was just fascinated because I never even thought or considered that to be a thing. I've also talked about, you know, being monogamous or polyamory, all those types of things, things that, you know, never crossed my mind. But when you hear it, you're like, wow, I didn't know other people thought that this is really wild and interesting. So a lot of things have come from it. Yeah. I, one of the things that you said that really has shown true in my podcast, and I've only been doing it since last September, so less than a year, but when you're having guests on your podcast all the time, you are actually collaborating with them. Like you are, that, that's actually, it could be creating warm leads or it could be creating a business partner. I really look at podcasting like networking, like you are having someone on, you're having a raw, real, one-to-one, authentic conversation with them, sometimes one-to-two or whatever it may be, but you are building that foundational relationship with them, and it's in a way that's like so intimate, um, private, but also it's very public, and when they share that episode, like if you're the podcast host, 
if you share the episode or if they share the episode with their audience, then it's just another route of visibility for you too. A hundred percent. I agree with you on that. Have you ever gotten a client from either having them on your podcast or being on their podcast or having them share your podcast and someone in their audience coming to you? Have you ever had any of those happen? Yeah. So that happened twice. Actually, my first client, when I was doing podcast coaching, she turned into a friend of mine because she listened to the podcast. And so she reached out and said, you know, I'm talking to this therapist and she encouraged me to reach out to you because I love your podcast. And she was like, you know, you never know if she's looking for guests or whatever, just message her. And she ended up being a part of the finale. And to this day, we're still friends, but she was a coaching client. And then last year, end of 2020, I had these guests that were, well, they're, they're still alive, but you know, they were guests at the time. They owned their own advertising agency in the UK. And I had been following them for a while. So I messaged and I was like, hey, do you guys want to be on the show? One thing led to the other and we were about, they were about to help me start a podcasting agency, but in the end they had too much going on with their business. So they couldn't fall through and I had to move and everything. So it kind of happened for the best, but yeah, that opportunity would have never happened if I didn't interview them. And if they weren't convinced that, you know, podcasting was the next big thing and they were, yeah, they wanted to hire me as well for one of their clients, but in the end, the client didn't have the budget and it turned into one of those things of like, they kind of wanted to do a pro bono towards me. And I was like, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm like starting. So I need the money. Uh, no bad faith there. We obviously talked about it, but you know, these things would have never happened if I wouldn't have had them as guests on the podcast. Yeah. So that's a great opportunity. So who do you think in general, like, do you think there's a criteria for some a particular type of person to have a podcast? Or do you think anybody can really start podcasting? I don't think there has to be a specific criteria. I just think you have to be passionate about something. That's like the one thing. It doesn't matter if you want to talk about watches or if you want to talk about anime or if you want to talk about like literally whatever topic you can think of that could be a podcast. And just have to be passionate about it because worst case, you're not great at talking, you learn on the go. It's not something that, oh my God, I need to take a thousand hours of public speaking. Otherwise I can't have a podcast. Like the majority of people that have started podcasts, nobody, none of us knew anything about audio editing. We didn't know anything about, you know, speaking, getting guests or whatever. Back when I was doing podcast coaching, I used to love listening to Jenna Kutcher say, you know, I leave the first episodes of my podcast up there so people can see that it was a shit show back in the day. Like it looks nothing like what it looks like now, but it's just a reminder for people that think, oh, they see you there at like the height of your success with like all these followers and downloads. And you don't think, oh, well, she started struggle. You know, you probably think like, oh, she started with a team and she knew what she was doing. But if they go back to it, they can see like, oh, actually, she had nothing and no idea what she was doing. And she still started a podcast. So I just like to say you have to be resilient and have passion. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. I mean, could you imagine getting on a podcast and like not even liking what you're talking about? And you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my questions that I have written down. And it's just like, okay, thanks for being on the show. I feel like you really have to have that, like you said, passion and genuine interest where you can like feel it. It reeks out of you. Like, I'm obsessed with this topic. I haven't learned this before. I've never heard somebody talk about this. And yeah. when you touched on that with the finance person that you had on your podcast, like that honestly is, I've had that happen so many times on mine as well, where I, I talking to someone, like I talked to the, my friend named Nareet and she's a food scientist. And she, she told me 
at one point that the, the quality of meat that you eat is determined by the happiness of the animal, like before they're killed. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And even like going up to, you know, however they pass on. I, I just thought that was so mind blowing and I never would have known that. For people who are interested in starting a podcast, where would you tell them to start? Like if you were to coach them, where's the number one place they should start when going this route? First, think of something you can talk about for like 15 to 20 minutes without having any notes or any reminders because you can be as prepared as you want for a show, but it's hard. Like when you, when you watch a series, and I'm just going to give this as an example, when you're watching a series, 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, you tend to think, oh my God, 30 minutes is not that long. Like I'm going to finish it in a sitting or whatever. But when you actually pay attention and you have your phone and you're like, okay, I'm just going to watch five minutes right now. It goes by not quickly at all because it's all filled with dialogue. Right. And then you have to think that's what happens in a podcast. Like five minutes, it's not going to go by like, oh, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. It goes by so slowly when you're doing a live, when you're do doing a podcast or whatever it is. So if you don't have something that you're passionate about, you can be like, oh yeah, I can talk about this for like 15 minutes, no problem. Five minutes in, you're going to be like, well, damn, I finished the entire topic. I don't know what else to say. Um, I guess I'm calling it quits right now. So that's the first thing that I would tell anyone. Really think about it and try to narrow it down in terms of don't just say dogs. Like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast about dogs. Like, there's a million podcasts about dogs. Like, what is your unique perspective on dogs? Is it why adopting is better? Is it why, you know, having a dog your whole life is better as opposed to not having a dog? Is it, I don't know, you're talking about the best products for dogs or dogs on psychotherapy, whatever it is. Like, I'm sure you have a specific topic, but don't make it so specific that, you know, it's the only thing that you can talk about. So with the same dog example, don't make it like the effect that having a dog when you're five-year-old has on you when you grow older. Because like the realistic part is you're probably not going to find that many guests that have had a dog when they were five years old. So it gets a little boring if you just have guests like, oh yeah, I had a dog when I was five. Like, yeah. But in that case, you can just be like, well, dogs and the effect they have on our brains. So you can have many different people on the show that can talk about dogs. You can talk about your own experience. Probably you can even interview kids. You can interview sports people and you can ask them, you know, did it have an impact on you? Did you ever have another dog? Was it a bad experience? Was it good? Like all these types of things you can turn into topics. But if you go back to the super specific route, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot because then you're like, well, I can only have like five guests on at a time. Now what do I do, you know? And that's yeah. something that happens a lot as well. People tend to think, well, I have to be super specialized in this. And then you see people do five episodes and they're like, well, I'm out. This is undone. I've lost my passion in it. Yeah, I, I think that one of the hardest things that people don't talk about, especially after they start a podcast, is how much consistency you have to continue having even when you're like oh my gosh I just don't even want to like edit this or I don't want to upload it or just there's a lot that goes into setting your podcast up but I would say the part especially like for me is staying continuous and consistent and having that momentum still rolling there's sometimes I'm like I really like just don't want to do this but it, it's really good to stay consistent because then when people do come across your podcast it's like oh I can kind of see a pattern here like every Tuesday she drops something new or if you've I mean nothing's worse than finding a podcast when you're like 
oh, I love this content. This is the best content. And then you see they haven't posted in like two months, two years, whatever. It's like, dang it. And you probably aren't going to be like hooked in there. So for people who are like, oh my gosh, I want to start a podcast, but it's like, I'm not sure if I can stay consistent with it. Would you tell them to continue the route of starting one or should they wait until they have a little more time? Well, there's definitely two things on that. And I can tell you from my own experience, but the first thing I do want to say is pick your own consistency. Like you don't have to do one podcast a day, one podcast a week. You can do one podcast a month if that's what you're going to stick to. Just make sure you stick to it at least at the beginning, right? So in my case, as an example, for the first year and a half, I literally posted an episode a week. And for the third season, I think I was doing, I was posting two a week. Obviously, I burned out a little. I was moving. I was doing like all these things, had to take a break. And then I've slowly gotten back to it. But because I built that consistency in the day, even if I don't post for two weeks because I have stuff going on in my life, we'll still come to listen. So what I would always tell people is pick your consistency for the beginning. If you're going to say you're going to post every Wednesday, post every day on Wednesday, doesn't matter if you post it at midnight or 11.59 p.m. on a Wednesday, but make sure it's there on Wednesdays. And then as time goes by, once you've built those people that have come to listen to you and know you, then you can, if an emergency happens or if you have stuff to deal with in your life, disappear, but always come back and give an explanation. Don't just pick up and leave like, oh yeah, hi guys, I'm back. Like nothing happens. Like we're going to talk today about bags, you know, come back and say, hey, I know I've been missing a podcast. You know, I know I haven't come on here in like a month, two months, three months, whatever it is, but here's what's been happening. I moved, got divorced, found a a new boyfriend. I don't know, got sued, whatever it is. Just come and say, hey guys, you know, (laughs) this is why I haven't been on here. I'm sorry. I'm back now. You can expect this type of consistency moving forward. I love that. That's so important. I mean, just in general communication, right? Like having that communication, you would do it on your Instagram story to the people that you're talking to. So why not your audio community? Exactly. And something else that I'm thinking about right now, so I'm just going to word vomit it, is that audio, like the podcast platform is so much different than any of the other social medias like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's fully, solely audio unless people record it like a video and put it on YouTube. But when you are on your Apple, Spotify, Google, like whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's audio. So that's a completely different platform. And like you said, it really does help you with public speaking because you learn how to talk to people, how to keep a conversation going. I can 110% say that ever since I started my podcast, I'm a better talker to people, even though I trip over my words a lot. (laughs) But it definitely does help. Okay, so we covered what the topic is what your consistency is so once people have those two things figured out would you recommend where would you recommend starting like we're doing this on zoom right now this is Mm -hmm. how i record my podcast but is there anything extra you should do or is zoom sufficient so what i would recommend anyone starting a podcast is have a look at your finances and really think what's feasible for me because honestly you can just start a podcast with anchor and your headphones is that going to be the best quality it probably won't be but if you don't have any money to start with and that's what's either going to make you start your podcast or stop you I would just say go ahead with it and later down the line you can figure it out you can always upgrade you can always change once you build people that start listening to you yeah if you improve the audio it'll be better let's say you have two hundred dollars as a budget okay maybe you think maybe i'm gonna spend fifty dollars on a microphone and then use the rest of the money for maybe editing software or maybe you know the publisher or whatever it is just really look at your finances and think realistically, how much can I afford to spend right now? Is it going to be monthly? Is it going to be a yearly thing? Is it going to be a one-time investment? What can I put into this? And then you can always think it'll grow. You don't just have to spend thousands of dollars right now and then be screwed. 
and continue on. Like you can always upgrade. That's the beauty of it. You can start super scrappy. And then as soon as you have some money, you know, you start saving or you whatever. And then a year from now or six months, you can buy super fancy equipment or you can buy a super fancy editing software. You can hire someone to edit for you. So really take a look into what it is you can spend and what you're comfortable spending with. And then that's where you go from there in terms of equipment, in terms of how much money and time you're going to invest. But really just know if you don't have any money and you're thinking of starting a podcast, just grab some headphones, lock yourself in a closet. Literally, I've done that multiple times and press record. doesn't matter. Yes. Oh my gosh. And don't overthink it either. That, that was something that I did because I, I this is how I, I do mine, which I'd like to hear how you do yours after this just so I can so we can give like two different perspectives so I just record on zoom and then I upload to GarageBand which is already in MacBooks um, and then I edit in in there I went on Fiverr got a like had someone make me a custom intro that was like 60 bucks so I have that put the intro on first then put the audio clips in and I'll do a, a more in-depth training about this later I edit in GarageBand and then I upload to Kajabi which is who post my platforms and then that they disperse it to Apple and Spotify and Google. But I don't have a microphone. I do it in my closet. I am doing it very rogue and messy right now because I am displaced in my trailer. I have no external equipment. Like it's literally just me talking. So I'm sure you have more equipment. So what kind of things do you use for the people who aren't like, who are like, I really want to put more effort into this and not just (laughs) make this my computer podcast. Hey, don't mean to interrupt. It's going to be really quick, but we have a message from our sponsors. By the way, I hope you love what you're hearing so far. Now from our sponsor. Hey, it's Alexi McKinley. I'm your host of this podcast and also the sponsor of this podcast because I own UpWest Social and PR. For all my business owners out there, are you looking to grow your brand, expand your reach, become the number one top trusted source in your industry and continually have a funnel of new clients to work with? If you said yes to any of these questions, it's time you join the Be Your Own Publicist program, or as I like to call it, BYOP. This is an eight-week hybrid program where you will learn the ins and outs of doing your own PR, essentially becoming your own publicist. For more information or to join, hit the link in the show notes below. Now back to our scheduled programming a lot of different things and it really depends where I'm at because if I'm living here in my apartment regardless of when I was in Paris or here in Canada I just make sure that there is like some sort of padded furniture in the room that I'm recording so right now in my office this is obviously a background as well but I have um, a little couch in the back because I use it as kind of like the guest room so I'll just make sure there's some pad to absorb sounds and that's more because I'm a little lazy in terms of editing and I don't really want to have that much of a struggle editing stuff out so you help yourself if you like you said lock yourself in a closet so it has clothes and it helps you absorb the sound shock. You know, if you have money to spend, make sure you can soundproof the room. You know, you can buy these like little padded foamy things on Amazon. I think maybe you can spend like $200 padding your room closet or whatever it is. Obviously that gives you better quality, but that depends the level of editing you're comfortable with and you want to put into it. So like I said, at the beginning, because I had a business, because I was working, because I was doing all the things, it was possible for me to invest in an editor. So I didn't really care if you could hear a fan in the background or if like, the neighbor was yelling because my editor would edit it out. Once I started doing it myself, I started putting more money into it and more effort because I was like, okay, Sabrina, you're going to be the one editing 
And you're going to hate yourself when you're listening back to it if you don't really pay attention to there's an echo, like am I well-placed in the room or whatever it is. But for those that want to spend money on it, so I used to use Anchor when I first started and my only issue with Anchor, it's a great platform, but for me, it didn't have the analytics that I really wanted. So it didn't really tell me you know, where specifically people were listening, how long they were listening to it. Like the countries were all messed up. And so I upgraded to use, ah, I forgot the name, Simplecast. Simplecast. I was going to say Supercast. Simplecast. (laughs) I really love the interface. There's a ton of them out there, but you really have to pick the one that you like because realistically you're going to be uploading it and you're going to be adding stuff into it all the time. So if it's clunky or if it looks ugly and you're the type of person that likes something very pretty, you're going to struggle with it and you're going to hate it. If you're the type of person that you're like, I really don't care as long as it works and it gives me all the analytics, there's a bunch of those for that. So when you're first starting, go shopping, you know, like just go try it out. Most of them offer like a week test, a couple days, whatever it is, play with it. If you like it and if you see yourself editing in it or posting in it, then that's your platform. I can't tell you which one's better because there's so many different tastes. Like I could tell you I love Simplecast and people will tell me, oh, I hate it. And some people will be like, I don't want to spend a cent, so I'm using Anchor. So it's really a personal taste. Mm -hmm. In terms of microphones, I started with the Yeti. I started with the Nano Yeti, but the audio is not as crisp for me because I became a bit of an audio snob. And so I call myself a HyperX podcast. It really looks pretty. It has like the little red light and then I have a sound buffer. So it's really cute and it's really useful because you can just press on the top and it can make the mic quiet just in case someone's yelling at it, you know, the other person speaking. Again, sometimes microphones come to what design you like best and how much money, or if you really want to be those types of people of like, I have a short microphone, you know, I'm like super legit in this. Again, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars. If you're really concerned about the quality, you can definitely get a shore. You can get like the best microphone out there. But a lot of the big podcasting stars, they started with like a $50 microphone and they continued on for years doing it. So again, find a mic that you're comfortable with, find the amount that you're comfortable spending and use that. And in terms of software, so I record on GarageBand like you because I find it super easy and very straightforward if I'm doing it myself. And if I'm doing it with a guest, I like to use Zencaster. So it's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Back in the day when I was first recording two years ago, they were kind of one of the only ones that had not only a free platform for it, but also the best quality in terms of audio. And then they included video. You can actually record both or you can just use audio. They've now, I think, upgraded to you can add in some soundboards and edit some types of things. I personally just like the platform. It's really pretty good audio quality. I think it records in HD and it already automatically like splits the screen when you save the video. So again, super easy for you if you want to upload it anywhere. But there's also there's also River FM and there's also Squadcast. Interview the people for Squadcast. They're amazing. They're a bit more expensive. So again, if it comes to your budget, there's literally just different aspects that they have and different things that they include. And in terms of editing, I actually cannot get over GarageBand editing. I just, I cannot deal with it. I don't know why it seems super hard for me. Um, so I, (laughs) I know because I studied design, I use Adobe Audition, which for a lot of people is very complicated because it looks a lot more professional. It has lots of bells and whistles, but I just like it because you can edit anything out of it. There's a bunch of tutorials on Google and YouTube of masters and pros showing you, you know, how to delete fan noises, literally like a fan that's wearing around, not like a person screaming like, yeah, Sabrina. 
<laughs> but like fans whirring around. And so I find it really simple and easy to use it. But yeah, other than that, I bought a specific sound that I could use for my intro. And then I just recorded every single season. Like, hey guys, this is what the podcast is about. Um, when I had an editor, they kind of edited it for me. And then I just like, you know, copy and paste into it. But yeah, if you have the money, hire an editor. It'll save you so much time. If you don't, it's not that hard to pick up. Trust me. The first one, you'll probably spend seven hours editing because that was me. It was worse. It was like the worst thing I could ever do in my life. And the episode turned out horribly. But I learned and it's never taking me seven hours anymore. So now I can crack it in like 30, 40 minutes. You guys, when I first started editing my podcast, I literally edited out every um uh and space in the sound. And now I'm just like, who the fuck cares? Like you're not gonna really like unless I was sitting there with a long pause, like a blank weird pause, then you'd probably be like, Okay, I'm not listening to this anymore. But like nobody picks up on that stuff besides us so i think that's a, a great point like you don't have to be a perfectionist in here like if you are you're gonna spend seven hours editing you're gonna do that for a few weeks and then you're gonna be like okay i'm done with that with that long part because nobody genuinely cares like nobody cares so do you think when people are starting their podcast that they should do a launch to announce to their audience on social email whatever oh 100 percent. this is not only to help you but because a lot of people focus on the vanity metrics and if you guys don't know for the first i think it's two and a half months you have the opportunity to be in in the new and noteworthy for apple podcast so what a lot of people will do is they just do that huge initial push of like telling every single person they know and posting it on every social so that they can get in those lists it's a little harder now because there's more competition, but still in the back, you know, in the back of people's minds. But I always like to say it's best, first of all, to start with three episodes because, you know, we're all in this. When we watch a series, you find a really cool one and then it's like the launch and you're like, oh shit, there's only one episode. Well, now I have to wait for another week. Damn it. Whereas if it's like, you know, on Netflix, like Love is Blind, for example, they start with like half the season and you're like, oh my God, yeah, fuck yeah, they have four episodes. Okay, I'm going to binge this. And then when they say, okay, a new one coming out every week, it feels like less of a drag of, oh, I have to wait and more of like, oh my God, I got to binge these four and now I can continue on the story. Yeah. So you want to keep the same mentality with podcasts. Start with two or three or however it is that you have so that people can kind of binge and get to know your taste and then they can decide, okay, do I want to still listen to it or am I over it? The majority of people will continue listening to it because they've invested some time into you, right? Yeah. And I mean, the, there's probably going to be unicorns who like type in keywords on whatever platform they listen to apps on and find you on there. But most of your initial audience, I feel like is going to come from your audience that you already have, regardless of what platform it's on. Yeah. But speaking of keywords, when you're podcasting, that is like the biggest thing that if you want to be discovered and make your podcast bigger, you have to have keywords. It's like YouTube. Yeah. It's not hashtag based. It's not, it's not like search bar based. It's really like if you type in, if I typed in like the holistic psychologist on podcasts, then all the episodes that she is in, that other people have had her on, she would come up. Or if I mm -hmm. typed in 
Weimariner dogs, then you're going to start seeing podcast episodes where people put in the show notes or in the name title. Or mm -hmm. Yeah, that this is they're talking about these dogs there. So that's that's another point on there. So when people they have their their topic, their consistency, they know how they're going to create the podcast. They have their cover art. They have their intro. They have all of their things. That's all the the beautiful things that need you need to start and they're going they have their three episodes what are some other key tips that we can give them to grow their podcast to nurture their audience and to ultimately continue having people like come listen and share it with their friends well first of all share 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 i know it becomes annoying to tell people like please listen to my podcast or like this is the podcast of the week or whatever it is but people are lazy sometimes you know i've had friends when i first started my podcast it took them like six months to listen to it regardless of me posting every single week and like telling everyone that would listen that i had a podcast you know i had a message of a friend like six months in and they were like oh i finally got to listen to your podcast it's great i'm like i don't know if i should be offended or glad that you finally listened and listened to it but it just goes to show even your closest people sometimes don't listen to things not because they don't love you, but because they already have a cue. They already have to divide their time between walking the dog, watching TV, working or whatever it is. And if you're not present in their mind, you're not there. So just don't be afraid to tell people. And really, if you want to go the extra step, just message your contact and be like, hey, guys, I started a podcast. I would really appreciate it if you could listen to it. Do that a couple mm -hmm. times and I can guarantee you they'll either tell you, hey, I listened, I liked it, or please don't send me that again. It sucks or whatever it is. But, you know, at least there'll be some feedback of, okay, I know they're listening to it. So that would be number one. Number two, don't be afraid of setting your eyes on having incredible guests. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people will be scared because their favorite author maybe has 400,000 followers on Instagram. And they're like, well, I'm nobody. Why would this person want to be on my show? And so they take themselves out of the equation and they don't even try to interview these people when they don't know if the topic they're going to ask them on, like that celebrity or whatever, it's their favorite topic. And if you say kindly, like, hey, Jessica Beale, do you want to be on my show talking about X topic? They'll be like, fuck yeah, I love that. I'm going to be on your show. Like, I don't care if nobody knows you. Just don't be afraid. You know, you already have to know. And if you don't ask, you'll never know. And you don't know when these great opportunities will come. Like a little tiny story that I have is I have this um, influencer. She was, she's in fashion. She was one of the first ones that started in New York back in like, I think 20, 2008 or something like that. I knew her from fashion school. And so when I started the podcast, I was like, I would love to interview her. Like she is dream person, has I think 400,000 followers. In my mind, I was like, this person's never going to say yes to me because I'm insignificant. Like, yeah, I've been a long time follower, but it's not like I'm going to be like, hey, come on my show. And they're going to be like, fuck yeah, you know. Long story short, I was on vacation in Biarritz. She was there because she's from there. And I messaged her. I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm here. She's here. Worst that could happen is she says no, and then I move on. But what if she says yes? And that would be like the most epic story of life. So I messaged uh -huh. her. I was like, hey, Christina, do you want to be on my show? Like, I know that you're in Biarritz right now. I'm actually here. It's my first time. Totally don't feel pressured to it if you're brief for like five, 30 minutes, whatever, I'd love to interview you. She messaged and said yes. And ever since then, like we met up, she came to my house to interview, took pictures, followed me back. And like we interact still to this day, I'll message her and I'll be like, hey, I thought of this girl who like really wants to become an influencer. Can she message you? I did, yeah, sure. You know, like we're still in contact, but it would have never happened if I would have been like, hey, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Do you want to come on my show? Yeah. Really don't be afraid of that because you never know. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I love her. That, that can that can change your business. 
But I mean, that's, that's kind of like the, the whole premise of the, the fear around asking anybody for anything. Like, uh, I can't go ask this business owner if he needs help with marketing because like, what if he says no? Well, like you said, you already have the no. So try for the yes. Shoot exactly. for the yes. Exactly. And just be authentic. Like you don't have to kiss anyone's butt and you don't have to be like, oh, I've listened to all of your podcasts. I've seen all of your stories. Just go yeah. up to them and be like, hey, I appreciate you because X. Be genuine. Tell them something you like. In my case, I was like, I love your realness on Instagram. I would love to talk to you about it. That's why she said yes. Because she was like, listen, everybody kisses my butt. Everyone tells me that I'm amazing, but they don't tell me why they think I'm amazing. So it's really yeah. refreshing if you come to me and say, this is why I like you. So next uh-huh. time, business, podcast, whatever it is, you like someone, think about the reason why. Like for you, Alexi, I could come up and I can be like, I don't know, I really love how you share about your family and like your Airbnb and just like every adventure. Do you want to come on my show? You're probably more likely to say, fuck yeah, I want to be on your show. than if I just send you a message and I'm like, your Instagram is great. Do you want to be on my show? Yeah, I'd be like, like, um, next. <laughs> I'd be like, tell me about it though. Like, what do you like? exactly so if you I would really like to know (laughs) exactly so if you you know take that step ahead then you don't have to do the work and that's what I always say like as long as you don't get the guests to do the work they're eight times out of ten gonna say yes yes that's so true okay so so in the structure of the podcast let's let's dive into that so when you're structuring the podcast when you're actually like we're having a conversation right now, I feel like you need an intro mm-hmm. to tell people what the hell you're talking about, who you're talking to. And then do you, would everybody need an intro song or like an intro to what do they call that? What's the technical? Yeah, it's an in, it's still intro music, but it really depends on you. So what I like to do is I like to do a I think it's 50 seconds mine. And I just give people an introduction of who I am and what my podcast is because you'll have longtime fans, but you'll also have first time listeners. So if yeah. the episode you're releasing is not your best or it's a topic you never talk about, and if just a random person shows up because someone directed them to it or whatever, and they're like, oh, what's Lexi about? What's Sabrina about? Oh, I have no idea. Mm, I'm probably not going to do that. But if you spend like 10 seconds saying like, hey, welcome back to Pretty Sure Podcast. We're talking about but we're, you know, I'm your big sister and like millennial life and everything in and out of it. Like come back if you want to hear it. They're going to probably be like, oh, this episode sounds cool. Let me see what else I can find interesting about that person. Uh-huh. You have to have like some kind of context of who you are, what you're talking about. Otherwise, people exactly. Like, well, exactly. Yeah. They'll probably stay to listen to it because they're interested in the topic, but they probably won't go back and listen to any other episodes because they'll be like, cool, one and done, you know, and peace out. That was a great episode. Thanks. But then at the end of it, what would you recommend? The outro. It also depends on your style. So for me, because I usually do very long episodes when it comes to interviews, I just have some like break music. Like I like to say elevator music, but it's not really. It's still part of my intro music song, but it's just like the end. So it's like you've been listening to this podcast. Now it's time to pull off for like a couple seconds before you go back into like your real life. And also it shows it's done. You can move on. But you know, you can also say something before the music comes. So in my case, I would say, come back next week for another episode of Pretty Short, or you guys, I'll catch you on the bright side or whatever it is. If you have a catchphrase, you can put it there and then end on music so that everyone remembers like, okay, episode's done. Like I can continue. Yeah. Another thing to add in there, if this is something that you want to do is add a call to action. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, come back next week and you can even get a, give a teaser like, oh, I'm talking to da 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 about blah, blah, blah. And you're never going to believe 
X, Y, Z. Like really leave them hanging with something. Like, you know, when you watch your favorite show in the series and then the last one, they leave you hanging. You're like, what the hell? That's what you want to do every week (laughs) to listeners. Like give them a reason to come back. Give them something that they can keep talking about. And do you, would you say that you need a different intro than you need a different outro? Use the same music. So in my case, what I do is I just, so I bought a, I think it's a 30 second song or a 60 second song. I can't remember. But I recycled, so I, I did my own little mix. I was playing around, and so it kind of ends on like a low note, so you can relax. But I use the same music. That's what you can do. You can also, you know, cut a little snippet out, and if you don't want to record every single time, just do what you said. You know, record a call to action with the music and say like, "Hey guys, you know, follow me on Instagram for more information, and come back next week for another episode of whatever your podcast name is." Peace out, everybody. And then that way you don't have to record an outro every single time. You just like pop it in there. Same with your intro. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, you've given such good tangible tips, like covered from the very beginning to the very end of having a podcast, starting a podcast, doing it, whether you want to bootstrap it or whether you want to do it really high end outsourced. Like nothing is off limits. You can start a podcast whenever you want. You do not ever have to wait for a certain perfect time to start. Like you can start now. You can even have echoes, which I mean, I wouldn't suggest, but if it's going to stop you or prevent you from starting a podcast, then just do it because you can figure the rest out later. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Where can people find you and how can they work with you? Yeah, of course. So you can listen to my podcast, Pretty Sure Podcast. I'm on all available platforms and on my Instagram as well. You can message me on at that girl, Sabrina. I talk about a lot of things currently going through metamorphosis. So as of now, you can't work with me. But if you have any questions, just feel free to reach out if you want me to speak in a podcast, if you want me to speak at an event, or if you just have a couple of questions, feel free to send me a message and we'll work it. We'll work the details out later. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you so much. I know that they're going to get so much value from you. And honestly, you guys, you need to go follow her because she's amazing and she's so fun. Thank you. And she's traveling all over the world. <laughs> but now- Soon to be resumed, <laughs> but now with the yeah. dog. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to do a podcast about that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I need to add a podcast about dogs to my podcast. So I'll, yeah, just I'll do it. Just add it on to the, the next comma. Just make pretty sure about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good podcast name. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us in the lounge today. Don't forget to share some love in the reviews, connect with us on social media, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. And can you do me one last favor? Send me a DM on Instagram so I can say, hey, I would love to get to know you more. Until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.